0: Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Wakis porter You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up
1: on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You. The thing is, money is meant to flow, just like blood in your body. Money is meant to flow. And the more flow there is, the more life you have, the more freedom and, and health you have. And money's no different.
0: Hi, I'm Henneka Watkins-Sporto, your inspirational leader and host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bookofilia, Patwa Apparel, and the Jamaica Stock Exchange. And now let's go to today's episode. Today's guest is the cash flow expert and financial advocate for the entrepreneur. He is a leading authority teaching entrepreneurs and professionals how to quickly free up and create cash flow today, spending time doing what they love most. He's an author and podcast host of the Chris Miles Money Show that has been featured in US News, CNN Money, and Entrepreneur on Fire. I'm so happy to have on the Entrepreneurial You today, Chris Miles. Welcome, Chris, to the Entrepreneurial You.
1: Hey, it's a pleasure being here. What
0: I normally do is ask my guests a fun question before we jump into the thick of things, right? So here's your fun question Would you rather swim in a pool filled with Kool Aid? Or go ice skating on a mountain of frozen lemonade?
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd probably rather go ice skating. Um, there's just something that seems gross. I mean, getting Kool-Aid up your nose. I mean, how many weeks would it take to get that out of you? <laughs> gross, you know? Yeah,
0: and all colored and yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, at least with lemonade, it looks like you might have peed your pants. But, you know, at least, uh, you know, it's not horrible. You can, it's frozen
0: okay sure sure enough i understand that all right so let's get ready to rock and roll but first your uh, social media handle
1: yes uh, you can follow me on facebook it's facebook.com forward slash money ripples that's m-o-n-e-y r-i-p-p-l-e-s or you can just follow me on twitter it's at chris c miles
0: you have a high reputation with your company for getting your clients fast life altering financial results. How did that begin? You being the cash flow expert and
1: all? It's funny cuz like it wasn't intentional. Um, you know, uh, sometimes life is the best teacher and can it can be the, you know, it can be great or it can suck, you know, and uh, and definitely for me what was huge was uh, I started out as a financial advisor 15 years ago, did that for 4 years, and then in 2006 I started to realize that what I was teaching doesn't work. Like people aren't saving their way to wealth. They're usually doing it through business. They're doing it through other types of investing or things that allow them to do something bigger and better than the conventional taught financial advice, right? And so I quit that. And then a matter of months later, just about four months later after I quit being a financial advisor, um, it was interesting. I was able to retire. And it wasn't because I saved a ton of money. It was because I had cash flow streams coming in. Now, I've also seen the opposite because a few years later, we had the big recession, right? The Great Recession. And, uh, and that actually hurt me because I cut off some of those income streams right before that time to try to focus on doing my passion, doing my love and business. And the next thing you know, I was in the hole $16,000 a month and over a million dollars in debt.
0: Wow. And we're not talking Jamaican dollars, people. We're talking U.S. dollars.
1: Yes, U.S. dollars. <laughs> so yeah. multiply
0: that by a hundred and thirty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. It was. It was. It was pretty bad, and and so I had no savings at that point, you know, because I used up all my savings trying to get out of that hole. I had no credit left because I was starting to go late. I even lost my house. At you know, eventually after like a year and a half, I lost my home. Um, I lost a lot of things. I didn't go bankrupt, but I, I realized I didn't have money and I didn't have credit. I had to get creative. I had to pr- create and produce. And I, had, and I did it through my business. And, uh, and it was amazing because all the stuff I was learning, all the ways I learned to be resourceful in that situation is what got me out of that situation. I was able to pay off almost a million dollars of that just within the first three and a half years. And, uh, and now I'm back to the place again where I can re- be retired. And uh, in fact, I only work ten or twenty hours a week in my business, anyways, and I have a, a wonderful life, you know. And so it's it's awesome.
0: That's amazing. You said something earlier that when you were doing financial advising, you recognized that hey, wait a minute, people—they just can't save their way to wealth, mm-hmm. right? Um, when did that aha moment? I mean, because it must have taken you, yes, it, you come to that realization, but it must have taken you some time before it really, really hit you that this is happening.
1: Yeah, it it was hard because when you when your pocketbook is tied to teaching a certain type of teaching, you know, it's really hard to want to say, "Hey, I was wrong. I should probably go out of business." Right?
0: Mm-hmm. But you were um, wrong and recognize you were wrong and you made more money.
1: <laughs> that's true. Eventually I did. Yeah. But it was it was it was tough because I I was kind of a so I, I like evidence. I like to see that things work. And I realized that when I would inherit other advisors clients. So advisors would quit or they die and things like that. I would get some of their clients and those people would have 20 years of advice and help, but I realized they weren't much better off than the other Americans. They were kind of just doing like everybody else. They were saving their 401ks, you know, or mutual funds, retirement accounts, and they weren't getting the kind of results they were hoping for. In fact, even some of them told me, they said, you know, whatever happened to that guy? I hope he's in jail because man, I lost so much money in the night in the, you know, in the Y2K and things like that. Right. Because that's when I, I became a financial advisor was right after Y two K, or during that time, and so uh, so a lot of them were like, "Hey, I hope that person's in jail," because I lost so much money in the market, and, and I realized people weren't free. and And I ran the numbers, and I saw what the market actually was doing. The stock market doesn't produce like they say it does. You really earn less, and when you factor all that in, and how much you're supposed to live on, you know, they tell you to live on three percent. So if you save a million bucks, that means you live on thirty thousand U.S. dollars a year, which is nothing. You know, you can't even live on that, right? And that's a, if you're a millionaire. You have to be a multimillionaire in the US to retire a middle-class lifestyle. And uh, and I, I realized that was a big problem. Now I had a hard time leaving that. I thought, well, maybe there's another answer. But I'll tell you, for those of you that are in business or looking to go in business, my I had a brother-in-law and my brother-in-law came from a family of business owners. And it was after I was a, a financial advisor for 3 years And I said, okay, I think I know more about money than he does now. I should go try to see if I can make him a client. So I actually got him to agree to meet with me. You know, I sat down with him and I even brought the best guy from my office to back me up because, you know, two people (laughs) are more powerful than one, right? For sure, yes. wore my best suit. I spent hours on a presentation to impress him. And after I got done with my presentation, he said, okay, well, that that was a good presentation, Chris. So let me get this straight. If I just give you $10,000 to play with, right? You know, $10,000 American dollars to play with. If I just give you $10,000 to play with, you're saying you can make me 12% in your, in your mutual funds, right? Because back then we believed 12% was real, <laughs> that you could actually get that return. And, uh, and I said, well, I can't guarantee that, but, but yeah, you could. He's like, okay, so that means you helped me make $1,200 a year. But Chris, I can take that same $10,000 I could put a down payment on a truck because him and his family owned a few more automotive businesses, right? And they said I could put a down payment on a truck, and I can turn around and sell it a few months later for twenty thousand dollars profit.
0: Didn't that so, just blow you away?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, so either I can make twelve hundred bucks in a year with you, or I can make twenty thousand dollars in a couple months with me. So Chris, why would I invest with you? And and saying the same thing every advisor told me to say, I said it. I said. We should be diversified. You should put all our eggs in one basket. You know, putting money in business, that's risky. And he just kind of smiled at me and said, All right, well, thanks for your time. That was great. And sent me home packing with my tail between my legs. And, and I'll tell you that that was a huge epiphany to me because it, it was enough to get me to doubt what I was teaching further, right? Because I realized, uh, even when I asked other financial advisors, like, What would you say to him? And they said, I don't know. That's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they're like, I would probably invest that way too. And I'm like, well, what the heck am I doing? And, and that's when I realized I was just a salesman in a suit. I wasn't offering anything that was really helping people that much. And as hard as that is, I mean, even though I know a lot of people that go into financial advising are have big hearts, they actually want to help people. And that's why I went in. I wanted to give my dad his life back. You know, I wanted to get him to the point where he didn't have to, re- he didn't have to work every day of his life and then die working. Um, but I tell you, like, I can't live a lie at the same time. (laughs) So, um, that's why I left. I said, okay, I can't do this anymore. Especially when I met millionaires, other millionaires, like my brother-in-law, I realized I said, Hey, these guys laugh at financial planning and financial advice. The stuff that you always hear in the media, they laugh at that stuff. They think it's dumb. So why am I doing this? So I quit. I put in my, 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 I put in my notice. I said, I'm done. See you guys later. I'm going to go teach ballroom dancing and I'll do mortgages. (laughs) (laughs) and that's what I did Uh, I did that but I also got coached by some of those millionaires and then when I realized that cash flow is what's really important it's not about how much you save up it's not the amount of money you have it's what kind of income does that money create for you right or what kind of money can you help save how can you get your money making more money for you or saving you more money for you so that you only work because you want to not because you have to whether you go whether it's getting you to quit your nine-to-five job or if it's getting you to you know, be in your business, you know, and but be able to have a choice to work in your business because you love it, not because you need to make money, right? Because you want to serve people, not because you want to make money. There's a whole new level of power that comes. And and that's the kind of life I help teach people get to get.
0: You know, a lot of persons, and um, even to this point in, you know, they, they've been advanced in business, and they're still not understanding the difference between profits and cash flow. Mm. Right. You know, they get it confused a lot of times, you know, beginner, beginner entrepreneurs and to sadly, (laughs) to a a smaller extent, those that are in business for some time. Break that down for us, the difference between cash flow and profits.
1: Yeah. Now, when I talk about cash flow, I actually refer to both. You need both profit and cash flow. Right. Um, By what most people call profit and cash flow. So profit is usually profits kind of like your net paycheck. You know, or what's left after you're done paying all your bills? Do you have any money left over to put in the savings or to put on a credit card? You know, if you're trying to pay down your debt or whatever it is, or to put in your business, if you're trying to launch a business, uh, profits, whatever's left over after you've paid all your bills. Um, now, most people refer to cash flow. Uh, they refer to it as revenue, really what's called revenue, right? Which is how much money you're making. You know, how much money you're making is like the paycheck you get from work before you pay for all your bills. Um, I look. I look for people to have more profit, both in their business and at home, uh, in the sense that we find ways. Like for example, um, a lot of people, especially in the United States, we find ways to save them on taxes. You know, sometimes five to ten thousand dollars a year that they can save that they're paying normally anyways. You know, can we save on taxes? Can we, you know, pay off debt faster and free up money there? You know, can we? You know, help you, uh, you know, be able to track your money. Even just tracking your money sometimes can get you to, to increase your cash flow. Um, and on the flip side, how do we earn more money? Whether it be in your business, whether it's, a, whether it's active income, residual or passive income, which is money you make even when you're sleeping, right? You know, money you don't have to necessarily work hard for, that kind of stuff. That's the kind of thing that I think we need to address both. You have to have both sides of the equation. How do you save money and also how do you make more money?
0: Okay. On that note, we are going to take a break right here, Chris. And when we come back, we are going to talk about some of the practical ways in which we can manage our cash flow in our businesses and even in our personal lives as well. Peak performers. Success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal, but we need to be in the right environment to make it happen. Bookophilia is dedicated to providing a space for book, coffee and tea lovers, creatives, educators, students and professionals who want ideas, innovation and inspiration. They have a variety of high quality books, a cafe, events such as book launches, signings and art exhibitions and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs, culture and tastes. Their environment provides for the full literary arts experience, allowing for multifaceted creative expressions. Find them on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Bookophilia. Do you want to see the world filled with better leaders? Filling the world with leaders worth following starts with you in your company, organization, or community. On May 4, 2018, join more than 100,000 leaders from around the globe at the world's largest leadership event. Leadercast Live broadcasts live from Atlanta to a community near you. Leadercast Live brings together acclaimed global leaders to create a leadership experience unlike any other. Learn from leaders like Andy Stanley, Michael Hyatt, and Dr. Jim Lear on why it's essential to develop your core values and principles as a leader. Join us at Leadercast Live and discover the tools you need to lead yourself first so you can lead the way for others. For more information on this can't miss event, visit and click on Leadercast Kingston and invest in the future of your career, your organization, your community, and your world. Welcome back, Chris. We're going to be continuing to talk about this topic of cash flow. Yes. What are some of the ways in which we can manage cash flow in our businesses and personal
1: lives? You know, the first thing is to stop ignoring the money. (laughs) You know, um, I'll tell you, especially with those in business, one of the hardest things is they feel like they're too busy to pay attention to what's going on with their money. The thing is, money is meant to flow, just like blood in your body. Money is meant to flow. And the more flow there is, the more life you have, the more freedom and, and health you have. And money's no different. You know, it's got to flow. And so you, you need to track the money that's coming in and the money going out. Now, many, many people will tell you just pay attention to what you're spending, right? I think that's bull. Um, pay attention to the money you're making, too. Because I'll tell you, when you focus on what you're making, you tend to make more. Whatever you focus on expands and grows. But whatever you ignore will shrink and decay. You know, For example, if you ignore your teeth, you will lose them, right? <laughs> you ignore your spouse, they will leave you. You ignore your kids, they'll leave you. If you ignore your money, it will also leave you. And so the, one of the big things I have people do is, is, like, hey, let's start tracking our money. And I'll have them use online tools, things that are free, like Mint, you know, M-I-N-T dot com. They have a great app there that allows you to track your money, both coming in and going out. And really watch and, and ask yourself, what's really a productive expense for me and what's dis- destructive? Um, consumptive expenses aren't bad, but you have to limit those, right? It's kind of like eating fatty foods. You know, sometimes you can, you can eat a little bit, but don't eat a lot, you know, and same thing with, with consumptive expenses. You can do things for fun, but just don't overdo it to the point where you're, you're getting more and more stressed out at work. Right. Um, and destructive expenses, those are ones you shouldn't be having in the first place. You know, I, I had one guy who said, uh, who actually was spending $500 a month, just drinking alcohol, you know, and, uh, him and his wife both agreed that was destructive. Uh, he was having a hard time because obviously he was addicted, you know, and and that was a hard thing. So I said, hey, if we even cut it back by a couple hundred dollars a month, that's a start. You don't even have to do the whole thing. Don't go cold turkey, but try it. Uh, I'll tell you one of the worst ones I saw. Was she was a woman. Her and her husband were making a quarter million dollars a year and they were going into debt. And when we looked at it, I found out that she was spending, and this is no joke, she was spending $5,600 a month eating out, just eating out at restaurants. That doesn't include the groceries, which were about $1,000 a month. In total, she was spending almost $7,000 a month eating. <laughs> and so I said, what if we cut that back to only, only quote unquote, $1,000 a month when you're eating out, right? Uh, and by the way, she was working in, in IT. She was a tech, you know, worked with technology and whatnot. But the thing is, like she was spending so much time trying to make money, that she had no time at all for her family or anything. And so we actually got her to cut back her, her eating out by like you know by about forty five hundred dollars a month. Um, and we and by the time we did other things, we saved on taxes, we saved them on like insurance premiums. There's the little things we're looking at just in their budget. We found over seventy thousand dollars that year that they were able to have back. And, and I mean, I mean, obviously tell me if that wouldn't change your life if you had an extra $70,000 without having to work harder,
0: it, right? It sure would.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was huge.
0: And like we, um, like I always say, it's, of course, it's not Jamaican dollars, it's US dollars.
1: Yeah, so yeah it sure would. It's, it's a big deal. Uh, and it was a big deal for her. I mean, she was very grateful and, and she didn't have to stop living life. I, I I really believe you can still have fun and enjoy life and be a wise steward of the money you have. So that's a big one right
0: there. You said something that's quite interesting. And let me try and quote you. You said, whatever we focus on expands and grows. Whatever we ignore shrinks and decays." That is awesome. And that, you know, sometimes we don't, we don't even, it's it's called a law of attraction, really.
1: It is. <laughs> it absolutely. Really,
0: yeah, it really is a law of attraction. And the more we are conscious of our spending, conscious of how we're managing our money and our resources, the better it is in our lives in our businesses. Now, Break even because some persons need to even understand the whole concept of break even because some persons like I was saying, they see they see money coming in and you know and they think, "Wow, because they're not really focusing you know it's it it's, it's actually decaying and dying because they're not focusing on how much they're spending, like you're saying they're seeing the money coming in and they're and they're equating that to oh, I'm making profits, and there's a lot of cash happening. Just take us through you know uh at the break even point for a business.
1: Yeah, break-even point is very important because that's the point where you actually start getting paid, (laughs) right? (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Like you actually bring home money. You know, this is the part where your spouse loves you, you know, (laughs) where, I mean, okay, they love you regardless. I know, right? But but they're going to love love you more.
0: They love you more.
1: (laughs) That's right. They'll love you so much more if you bring home money. Uh, So, yeah, knowing break-even, there's many people that don't track money in their business. And, And there's programs out there like QuickBooks. You know, online QuickBooks and things like that you can use to track money in your business. But it's the same principle. You you need to find out what it takes to break even. And I'll tell you, you want to find out what's actually working in your business. For example, in business, I find a lot of people, sometimes people spend way too much money on marketing. Sometimes they spend too much money on uh, trainings or seminars, you know, self-help, personal development. Now, I'm somebody who loves to invest in those things. But sometimes people invest in those things with no real goal in mind um, you know I believe that if you're going to invest in something right and I you know I say invest not spend if you're going to invest in something and have it give you a good return on your money you want to make sure it's something that's applicable and so when I see some people they'll go to every personal development seminar possible but there's no focus they're not really aiming for anything they just want something right but they don't know what that something is if you're very focused saying you know what this is what I need I do I need to learn more about marketing great invest in that right invest in that marketing don't invest in your retirement plan at work or whatever right like invest in in your business invest in that stock you know um so yeah invest in that you know if it's about money then yeah invest in something that's going to educate you better about money and you know how to be more profitable or whatever it might be but make sure that you're, whatever you're investing in is something that is applicable for you and your business right now not something that might be applicable someday in the future
0: Awesome. And as we are approaching, you know, the, the 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 final part of our conversation, Chris, I want you to leave with us some tips to ensure some practical tips to ensure that we manage our cash flow the way we ought to. Just tips on how to go about doing that.
1: You bet. You know, that, like I mentioned, tracking your money is number one. That's always the base. Uh, number two, you know, one thing to do is, is actually start tracking like uh, really what works on your sales end. So in your business, like what actually works and, and don't just say, okay, I spent this much on blank. Right. But find out, like what actually is working for you? Like what, and what kind of return, like what kind of money you're making? For example, I, I realized that podcasts are a great form for me. I have my own podcast show. I have the Chris miles money show that I have. Right. Um, I have that show and I pay very little for that show to have it on the air But I'll tell you, I've made hundreds of thousands of dollars because of that show. Because it gets people to know, like, and trust me. And that's the thing. If you're doing something in marketing, for example, what what allows people to know, like, and trust you? What can you invest in that you can spend the least amount of money to get the biggest return? And so look for that. Like, look to see what has actually worked for you. You know, is it doing videos? Sometimes you don't have to spend any money. You could have YouTube and it could be doing videos. It could be Facebook. Um, I know I get several people that follow me because of Facebook and things like that. Whatever it is, like find that thing, find that thing that people really connect with you on. If you if you invest money in, towards connecting with people, right, and connecting in a good, solid way, in a way that's that's true to you, you'll find that people will respond, and you and you won't be starving for business at all. Uh, I'll tell you, it's it's amazing when you don't have to spend so much time working and hustling when you can just relax and have the people come to you. It's awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you mentioned that you start you you you've been running your podcast. How long you you've been doing it?
1: Well, I had a I had an old podcast I did um, years ago um, that was in two thousand eight through two thousand twelve, and then I relaunched my new show, the Chris Miles Money Show. I relaunched uh, I launched that one in it was uh, three years ago, in fact.
0: And you're saying that you you're actually getting business from it? No, this is what I, the kind of information I love to you know let go on the show because even. In Jamaica here, a lot of persons are not really consuming podcasts as much. And I have been on this rampage to kind of bring awareness to the opportunities that are available through podcasting. Like myself, I'm an entrepreneur. I have my own clothing line, Pato Apparel. And also one of the reasons that I decided to start that podcast was that I can, you know, persons can get to know, like and trust me. And they now can connect even more with my product and they're, I'm not paying much money for this. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I I can totally relate to what you have just said. I know that you have some freebies that you want to give away to our wonderful community here. So I'm going to ask you to just take us through that and also give us give us all the different ways in which we may get in contact with you.
1: Absolutely. So like like we just mentioned, if you love listening to podcasts, um, go on iTunes. You know, follow my my show, the Chris Miles Money Show. Um, amazing information on there. All kinds of things from creating passive income, you know, how one of my clients was able to retire to Bali just to, just last month, uh, things like that. Like I give really good information for business, finance, and personal development. Uh, and then if you like reading, if you like to see things, you can go to my website, www.moneyripples.com. That's M-O-N-E-Y-R-I-P-P-L-E-S.com. And there's a free ebook on there you can download called Beyond Rice and Beans, Seven Secrets to Free Up Cash Today, which are my You know, I mentioned like tracking your money and things like that and making more money. Um, I actually give seven of my top ways that people are actually been able to free up on average over $34,000 US dollars a year doing that. So, yeah, check that out.
0: Amazing. Chris, you have been such a great... Inspiration you have been, you know, providing educational stuff for us and informing us and allowing us to to think about how it is that we manage our cash flow, you know, manage our, our companies or our businesses. And so I thank you so much for that insight that you've given us, that you've shared with us. And we wish you all the best as you continue to do what you love.
1: Thank you so much. It's been an honor, Hanukkah
0: And now a word from our amazing sponsors. We needed to raise capital but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange what do you know we have come to the end of another great episode of the entrepreneurial you podcast i trust that you learned something and that something resonated with you so that you can share with others and speaking of sharing i'd solo for you to leave a comment on the show notes page of each episode well we're talking about this one in particular leave a comment at the end of the page so that when you go the topic you click down And at the end, there is an option there for you to comment. If you're accessing through iTunes, then by all means, I'd love for you to leave a rate and review. That will keep us as a top-rated podcast. It means a lot to me for you to help me out in this way. Right, I know you are listening from all over the world, and I so appreciate it from Japan to Germany to India to Pakistan, everywhere in the Caribbean, in the United States, in Jamaica in particular. Big up my Jamaican peeps, big up those, of course, in Ohio and all those other states that persons are listening in from. That you are listening in from, I so truly appreciate you. Now, if you want to reach out to me personally. You can actually send me an email, you know, send it to Henneka at gmail.com. I am truly looking forward to connecting with you. If you want to send me a voicemail too, you can do that through my website. Just go to the middle at the right of the screen. There is an option for voicemail when you go to Henneka I do want to hear from you. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win and expect to win. Walk good.